0: explore middle earth uh my name's jay sitting across from me is grant hi yep that's grant
1: and um you know what i just noticed hold on what uh the microphone um what are are these covers called
0: uh i don't know they're like the it's like the thing yeah the little puffy thing
1: that goes around the microphone i just smelled it for some reason like really deeply
0: yeah (laughs) and it smells
1: (laughs) like my grandma's house
0: that's where i keep them oh (laughs) yeah what that's weird
1: I don't know. It like kind of brought back like a little bit of nostalgia for a second.
0: That's kind of weird because these just stay in my room. <laughs> Does my room smelling, smell like your grandma's house. I don't know. I'm just okay. smelling
1: these. Uh, yeah. Okay. So.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so episode thirty-four. Welcome, guys. Welcome to episode thirty-four today. We're talking about a different kingdom. Last time we talked about the first kingdom, Arnor. We talked about not the first kingdom, Arnor. No, yeah, yeah. Good, thanks. I forgot the name. <laughs> yeah, no, you're welcome. Um, this is definitely dum or dum Moria, Moria. Or what was it? Dwaro 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 Delf. Dwaro Delf. Had a lot of names, as does everything in Tolkien's writings. Yeah, pretty much. It has like a translation in every language. Tolkien has many names: John, Ronald,
1: Rol. Rule,
0: Rules. How do you say that? Rule. Roland. <laughs> ruin, ruin, oh. Rohan.
1: Oh. oh, um. So, <laughs> we're recording this on Halloween right now. Um. Mm-hmm. So there's a potential that we might get trick or treaters. Um. I have okay. the porch lights off and everything, but
0: our last—you never know. Our last Halloween episode was kind of sick with the Nazgul. Yeah, we did that whole skit. Yeah, check that out.
1: I guess this. Well, recor- We're recording this on Halloween, mm-hmm. and it's about. Moria, which is called the Black Pit. So. Yeah, it's
0: kind of spooky. It's underground in caves. Yeah. there could be ghouls, ghouls or and vampires. Goblins. Yeah, and Balrogs.
1: there's actually a lot of scary stuff in Moria. Okay, I'm gonna start off. We're kind of <laughs> we're gonna go through uh, each of the ages and kind of like the history of khazad Dûm and uh, you know the greatest of the dwarf mansions in Middle Earth. Um, you know, just kind of go through each of the ages and what happens um, with Khazad Dûm and the dwarves there, and eventually Moria um, is what it becomes known as. Um, so I will start off with kind of like the Elder Days and the uh, the First Age. There's not. Thank uh, you. There's, yeah. Thanks yeah, for you're taking wel- the lead. On yeah, this. you're. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's not a. There's not a ton. We kind of split. We kind of split it up so that each one of us would have like an age that there wasn't a lot of stuff on and then there was also an age that there was a lot of stuff on so i'm doing the first stage and third age jay will be doing the second and fourth age so yes <coughs> yes. Yes. yes sir uh yes so um to start off with the first stage or the elder days at least um which includes the first age. Mm-hmm. um i am going to read from appendix a
0: let's go um
1: the third part called duran's folk
0: Um, You guys will be glad to hear that I'm only reading two very short sections this episode.
1: And this is a long section, and I have not found out where I want to stop yet, so I might just keep reading the the rest of the appendices.
0: Grant's going to figure out where to stop off the dome. Yeah, off the dome, baby.
1: All right, here we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right, Doran's Folk. Um, Concerning the beginning of the dwarves, strange tales are told both by the Eldar and by the dwarves themselves. But since these things lie far back beyond our days, little is said of them here. Dorin is the name that the dwarves use for the eldest of the seven fathers of their race, and the ancestor of all the kings of the Longbeards. He slept alone, until in the deeps of time and the awakening of that people he came to Azan el-Bazar, and in the caves above Keledzaram, in the east of the misty mountains, he made his dwelling, where afterwards were the mines of Moria renowned in song. There he lived so long that he was known far and wide as Durin the Deathless. Yet in the end he died before the Elder Days had passed, and his tomb was in Khazad-dûm. It rhymes. Oh wow. Um, Classic Tolkien. Yeah. But his line never failed, and five times an heir was born in his house so like to his forefather that he received the name of Durin. He was indeed held by the dwarves to be the Deathless that returned, for they have many strange tales and beliefs concerning themselves and their fate in the world. After the end of the First Age, the power and wealth of khazad Doom was much increased, for it was enriched by many people and much lore and craft when the ancient cities of Nograd and Belagost in the Blue Mountains were ruined at the breaking of Thangorodrim. The power of Moria endured throughout the dark years in the dominion of Sauron. Oh, I guess I could stop there because that's getting to the Second Age. Off the dome. So off the dome. Natural, I'm, dude. I'm going to leave Zoom. you guys on a cliffhanger, basically. <laughs> So there you guys go.
0: (laughs) That was my passage. We're just Um, trying to get you guys interested in this. Yeah, get interested. Dive deeper. Actually, we're supposed to be diving deeper. You know, Uh, you can dive even deeper. Where the water pressure is too much for us. Yeah. Have you ever had diving lessons? Like... Scuba diving and like diving off a diving board? Like diving, like, uh, well, I guess both, sure. I've, m- like, my mom showed me. I've never got, like, nobody's ever, I never had a coach or a teacher be like, hey, this is what you do. Yeah. I think in
1: like fifth grade at school, we did like swimming lessons, but I don't think they I taught us how to
0: dive or anything.
1: Yeah. I think I learned that just by swimming at like my parents' house growing mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. But I did go scuba diving one time and snorkeling.
0: Oh, that's sick. I've pretty never cool. done that. It's pretty cool. Why are we talking about this? Uh, j- just because oh, we're diving said, deeper, dive, diving yeah. deeper, so. we're diving deeper
1: into our own lives. Yeah. So, just to give you guys a little taste, I have been scuba diving, snorkeling, Florida okay. Keys. Okay. Big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Big whoop. Yeah. I saw a freaking shark, dude. It wasn't a, a. It wasn't like a dangerous shark though. Oh,
0: it was a chill shark. Yeah, it was
1: chill. <laughs> chill. Shark. It was chill. He kind of looked at me and he was like, "Yo, man, you're cool. I won't get you."
0: It's not a great white shark. It's a great chill shark. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, uh, Doom um as was mentioned in the passage was founded by uh Durin the Deathless or Durin the First. Um and he awoke in the years before the First Age under Mount Gundabad. If you're looking at a map of Middle-earth, um that's like in the very north of the Misty Mountains kind of where it like combines with the Grey Mountains from the east. Yes. That's Mount Gundabad. Later on it's taken over by orcs and it's made like an orc stronghold but um uh, first and foremost it was a dwarven stronghold so mm-hmm. there you go um, yeah and then Doran traveled south and he discovered Dimril Dale which is what Azanoblazar is and uh, the Mirror Mirror, um, which is that lake that they call Kaled Zaram and he looked in and he saw his reflection clear as day and there was a crown of stars around his head and that was kind of like a sign that he was to be the king
0: mm-hmm. and then did anybody else see it or did just him see it
1: I think technically anyone who looks in that same position can see it because I know Gimli and Frodo did uh, after they left Moria.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if it was just like a thing like he's like, guys, guess what I saw. It's gone now, but I saw it, so I'm king.
1: I saw it. That's kind of like his his sign to uh, start um, delving in the Misty Mountains around that area, which I think this is just... (laughs) Sorry, guys. Jay just (laughs) booped his head against the mic.
0: Boop my hat bill. Yeah. Um, a hat for anybody who doesn't see
1: off the off of off the dome again, mm. I'm trying to remember the three peaks that uh Moria is under um so there's the silvertine um cloudy head, and Red horn, which are called uh Fenual Karadras and Calebdil.
0: well off the dome
1: and then in Dwarvish, I think the only one I can remember is Xerixagil, which I think is red horn um nice. So, anyways, so that's where he starts making uh, his mansion. Of that's what, that's what, the, people hear, right, that's what yeah. the people pay to hear, dude. Right, yeah. people pay to hear. It's just off memory, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Doran and his people, who are the Longbeards, um, they started to delve out the already natural caves in the mountains and they built the first area where that um, infamous bridge is located, you know. Classic. Uh, I think it's called the Bridge of Kazad Doom. Yeah. Like, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. The Bridge of Doom. <laughs> It's yeah. not the Bridge of Doom, don't quote me on that. Maybe somebody else
0: um, said it one time. But
1: yeah, f- f- so for, for many years throughout the First Age, it, it uh, continued to grow and thrive, and it uh, became legendary even among the elves of Beleriand throughout the First Age, who often heard of it through the dwarves of Nograd and Belagost, um, as was said in the passage too. And also, as was said, Doran the Deathless did die sometime before the end of the First Age, and he was buried within khazad Doom in his own tomb. Yo. And that was his doom. Bars. Um. Yeah, so not so deathless, but he did live a long time. And then also... Are you uh, going to
0: tell them why he's called deathless?
1: Just because there's the reincarnation. And then also he lived a long time. So okay. it was just, yeah. yeah. But like yeah. the reincarnation thing is like every every so often there's one of his aunts or his descendants. His <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say ancestors. <laughs> That's aunts. okay. I just thought it was funny, Grant. Uh, I understand. One of his descendants was so often or every so often one of his descendants would like look like him. And then also have like a personality like him and kind of almost like embody his spirit. So mm. they would call him Doran. So that's why I'm just oh, gonna here get into we the Rings go. of power a little here bit. We go. In the Rings of Power when they have Doran the third and then Doran the fourth. It's interesting because they, they only have it's supposed to be Doran reincarnated, so the fact that there's two Dorans at the same time doesn't really work.
0: And they don't really look like each and other. And they don't really Oh yeah. no.
1: So not yeah. good. We didn't like that, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there nor anywhere nor anywhere really so that's kind of the end of the first age you know doran died before that time but as as far as we know you know kaza doom's doing good They've got a lot of riches they're thriving glowing um so yeah that's where the first glowing, age ends glowing glowing wasn't glowing a dwarf? yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah, jay, so, yeah so yeah n- <laughs> so yeah shout out to jay and then i'm gonna Remember. pass it off to jay to uh go with the second age man oh,
0: thanks grant yeah no problem hello everyone and welcome to the second age um, so I'm just gonna quick start out with the start. So in Second Age forty, um I don't know how many years the second age was. Let me see how long it's like three thousand four hundred and forty one. Okay. Is that exact or were you just I'm saying I'm pretty that? sure. Okay. <laughs> it's about look it up. Are you gonna look it up? I will. Okay. So in Second Age forty, most of the dwarves of the Blue Mountains began leaving their now ruined cities of Doom because they were being taken over by orcs and Sauron is like, oh, I'm taking I'm taking this land for me. But it wasn't for him. So they started losing or leaving and coming to Kazadum. So the city was um, the population of the city grew, um, and uh, three thousand four hundred forty-one. Nice, Grant. I got it. Nice, Grant. Um, and uh, when they came over, they also when the dwarves came over um, from the west to Doom, they brought um, their skills in smithing, crafting, and masonry, and um, all these factors created a renaissance for Kazadum. Um, and brought it to, like, its peak. A renaissance. A rena- nice. A renaissance. A renaissance. It brought it to its peak. And uh, the proof of this is in Appendix B of Lord of the Rings. Um, in the, it's just a timeline of the Second Age. In the Third Age, but we're only talking about Second Age right now. Right, 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 right. So says, Second Age 40, many dwarves leaving their old cities in the Arid, Luid, go to Moria and swell its numbers. So they start going there, and... Um, you already heard these two mentioned, but uh, the dwarves were from Belagos and Nagrod. Yeah, did I say it right? Yeah, Nagrad. yeah, you got it, dude. Yeah, um, which were uh, ruined at the end of the first age, so that's why they came to, uh, Khazad Dûm or Moria. I'm gonna use those interchangeably, so don't get it yeah. twisted. Yeah, I get think it
1: twisted. technically, by the third age, it's called Moria, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's ha- it's hard saying Khazad Dûm all the time. So
0: yeah, so um, the dwarves in Khazad Dûm. Or Moria, yeah, whichever you prefer, were long beards, but the dwarves from Belagost and Nagrod were not long beards; they were broad beams and firebeards. And Ooh. there's, there's those more. are cool names. Yeah, there's yeah. more dwarves, but we're just we don't. It doesn't really matter. We didn't we do an episode on dwarves or no? Uh
1: off the dome. Off the dome. Um, I don't think so.
0: Okay, that episode idea for later. There we go. Off the dome. Put it back on the dome <laughs> so you can remember it later. Yeah. Um. And whether they remained separate clans or groups within Doom where they became merged with the Longbeards, is not known. So they don't know if, or we don't know if their culture just morphed with the Longbeards. If they kept their culture, I don't know. Don't ask me and don't ask Grant, because I don't think Grant knows. Does Grant know? No.
1: uh, What was the question? I was looking up something. Um,
0: when the Firebeards and the uh, Broadbeams came to Khazad-dum, did they keep their own culture or did they merge with the Longbeards?
1: Um, I think they probably had similar culture since they were located so close together. And I would assume they would at least keep some of it. Because mm-hmm. I know there's also dwarves that live far to the east, and they yeah. would probably have a different culture. But I think yeah. the for the most part, the broad beams and Firebeards, at least once they went to Moria, I think they became more like the Longbeards.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, you're stuck underground. There's not much you can do <laughs> Yeah, except integrate. Um... So in the Second Age, Moria encompassed the Misty Mountains from east to west, ending in the western rocky cliffs of their base, the Walls of Moria. Um, which is... Um, or no, that that's later, sorry. I'm going to talk about that later. So in Second Age 750, the no- Noldorn realm of Eregion was founded. And I'm going to quick read something, because even though we're not talking about elves, this is important. Because elves do kind of play a part in the story of Khadzodon.
1: Dang, I'm looking I'm trying to see if we had any like dwarf episodes for our podcast and we used to be really good at naming. Yeah, po- now we episodes. just do regular names. Now we just do regular names. Sorry everyone who really enjoyed those names,
0: but Yeah. Well. So this is um also in appendix B. Um this is the introduction to the Second Age. This is the last paragraph of it. It says, "Later some of the Noldor went to a region upon upon the west of the Misty Mountains and near the West Gate of Moria." this they did because they learned that Mithril had been discovered in Moria. The Noldor were great craftsmen and less unfriendly to dwarves than the Sindar. But the friendship that grew between the people of Durin and the elven smiths of Eregion was the closest that there uh, there has ever been between the two races. Celebrimbor the lo- was a lord of Eregion and the greatest of their craftsmen, and he was a descendant of Feanor. Um, so once the Noldor established Eregion, they formed an alliance with the dwarves. Um, and that's what you see in the Rings of Power happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's also Mithril, which we've talked about in previous episodes, which is important. Uh, at the West Gate of Moria, N- Narvi, who was a dwarf in Celebr- Celebrimbor, constructed the West Gate of Moria. Um, and they put the words um, in the words. Or this is from uh, um, the Lord of the Rings uh, book. Um i'm gonna read from it um uh ga- this is when they go to the west r- or the west gate of Moria which um if you remember that's when the party Uh, or the fellowship goes there and they get stuck and Gandalf's like I don't know the answer and Frodo's like well what if it's this (laughs) which uh, you'll just figure it out from this or if you've already read it you already know you already know okay so it says the words are in the elven tongue of the west middle earth in the elder days answered Gandalf but they do not say anything of importance to us importance to us they say only the doors of Durin lord of Moria speak friend and enter and underneath small and faint are written and this is the important part I Narvi made them. Celebrimbor of ha- Holland drew these signs, so um, that's just like r- concrete proof, rock proof, that the dwarves and the elves had an had an alliance. Um, so they create the they created the Western Dwarves Memorial with Celebrimbor, um, and then again I was like I don't know it. Let me try all this stuff. It's crazy man. It's getting crazy over here. And then Frodo's like, what if you say friend? pretty sure it's Frodo who says it, right? I Her think so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, moving on a little further into the Second Age, during the War of the Elves uh, and Sauron, Eregion was destroyed, and the survivors, along with uh, the relief army led by Elrond, were in danger of being overtaken and destroyed. So, if you remember, Eregion is to the west of them, so they yeah. um, flee to the east, and you can't go too far because there's a big old mountain range, the Misty Mountains. Big old cliff. Yeah, so um, they can't it, they can't just go. Whoosh, we're out of here. They <laughs> either have to go north or south, but they can't go east. Yeah. But you know what happens? Durin the third sent an army of dwarves, which attacked Sauron's army in the rear, kind of. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, allowing the elves to escape. Um, and following the battle, the dwarves retreated into their city and closed their gates. Um. And uh, so I'm gonna quick read that passage. Oh, this this is from unfinished tales right um uh the history of galadriel and Celeborn. so this is going to start with um a uh, spoiler what happens to kelebrimbor i Dang. guess if you d- are watching the rings of power and you don't know what happens to kelebrimbor this is going to be a spoiler yeah but um so this paragraph uh it this takes place right after they're starting to flee in black anger, he turned back to battle. And bearing the banner, Celebrimbor- Celebrimbor's body hung upon the pole. Shot through with orc arrows, he turned upon the forces of Elrond. This is Sauron doing this. Yeah, obviously. He's a bad guy. Obviously. Elrond had gathered such few of the elves of Region as had escaped, but he had no force to withstand the onset. He would indeed have been overwhelmed had not Sauron ha- Sauron's host been attacked in the rear, for Durin III sent out a force of dwarves from Khazad-dûm and with them came the elves of Lorienad, led by Amroth. Elrond was able to extricate himself, but he was forced away northwards, and it was at that time, in the year 1697, according to the Tale of Years, that he established a refuge and stronghold in Imladris, which is Rivendell. Sauron withdrew the pursuit of Elrond and turned back upon the dwarves and the elves of Lorienad, whom he drove back, but the gates of Moria were shut and he could not enter. Ever afterwards, Moria had Sauron's hate— and all the orcs were commanded to ha- harry dwarves wherever they might. So, now Moria's shut up. Boom! Shut up, man. So, no getting in, no getting out. Which means no trade. You can't trade if the right, doors are yeah. closed. Um, yeah, so, uh, like it said in the end there. Afterwards, Sauron harbored a deep hatred for Khazad-dum and ordered his orcs to, uh, attack Duran's folk at every turn. Um... Even though the halls of Kazadum were too deep and too strong, filled with people too numerous and valiant for Sauron to conquer without, despite this, its people began to dwindle from ti- from this time because obviously they were closed off; they couldn't. Yeah. Because you know. Um, they still they still had the gate open to the east, but there
1: wasn't mm-hmm. much trade there.
0: Yeah, and all the all the stuff that ta- I mean, pretty much everything takes place west of. Yeah. Uh, the Misty Mountains, so. Um, they closed off a big part of their their world, right? Yeah. I mean. So in the reign of during the fourth, the dwar the dwarves uh, joined the last of lines of elves alliance of elves and men fighting against Sauron in the battle of Dagor or er, the Dagorlad in the siege of Baradur. Um, I wonder if they were upset that it was called the last alliance of elves and men, even though there was dwarves in it. Yeah. You think they got mad? Like what the heck? But yeah, so that last of li- the last alliance of elves and men um, when Sauron gets killed is the end of the second age. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take an ad break. That's and a good idea. Then Grant will pick up with the third age after this. Yes, sir. So, enjoy the ad. <laughs> Hey everyone, have you been wondering where you can see the behind the scenes of this podcast or correct us when we inevitably get something wrong in the podcast? Well, I'm here to let you know. You can find us on Instagram at exploringmiddle__earth or on Twitter at expmiddleearth. If you don't want to look those up, links to both of those will be in the show notes.
1: Okay welcome back everyone uh i'm gonna start talking about the third age uh jay ended with the uh war of the last alliance which was the last yes. alliance of elves and men and
0: last Alliance of the dudes which included dwarves.
1: the dwarves but the yeah it's not we the
0: want name. better representation for these dwarves yeah
1: what the heck what yep. the heck man what the hey the hey uh yeah so starting with the third age um Since the discovery of uh, Mithril and the alliance with the elves in the Second Age, uh, which they established trade with uh, Region, um, the dwarves of Khazad-dûm developed a hunger for more and more Mithril, since it was, to them, more precious than gold. Um, And they delved into deeper caverns and went far from the halls of the dwarves. Um, In the year
0: 1980... Oh, wow. That was... My parents were alive then. Yeah. So So were your parents. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, their delving for Mithril unearthed and awoke a Balrog, from the First Age, who had fled at the end of the War of Wrath.
0: We're gonna have to ask our parents if they remember this. Yeah,
1: probably. Um, uh, it then began the slaughter of the dwarves, and even killed King Durin the Sixth, who was ruling in Khazad-dum at the time. Oh no! And it was named Durin's Bane ever afterwards. Uh, Durin the Sixth's son, uh, uh, Nain the First continued to hold Khazad-dûm against the Balrog for another year until he eventually was killed too. And then the dwarves uh, finally fled from Khazad-dûm forever. Well, not forever, but mm-hmm. you'll see. But yeah, so they, uh, they uh, got into a little bit of a sticky situation there. They delved a little too deep, too greedily, and they, yeah. they're they like, oh, there's a demon right I here. Wish,
0: I wish people still named things like something's bane, like Grant's bane yeah, or Jay's bane. What would be Grant's bane? A bear. A bear? Yeah. I'm gonna get killed by a bear. Why? Oh. I'm gonna fight one first. Wait, so is it your foremost. bane and before it kills you? Or no?
1: No, it wouldn't be. It would be named my bane after it kills me. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know what my bane I kinda think wolves would be cool. Yeah. Jay's Bane. Jay's Bane. That <laughs> sounds funny. Jay's bane. bane. Sorry guys. I'll have to okay. come up with
1: a better Okay, whatever. Uh, no, I'll, it's fine. I'll have to come up with a better name. Yeah. I'll,
0: get, I'll talk to my parents and get back to you guys.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so uh, they uh, unearthed the Balrog, and it started killing a bunch of dwarves, and then also a bunch of orcs started entering um, Kaza Doom because Kaza Doom was now empty and ripe for plunder because they just kind yeah. of, they left, I mean, they left in a hurry. You know, they're fleeing from the Balrog, so they left a majority of their riches there, tried to bring some with them. I would, I would assume they probably would have focused on the Mithril, bringing that with them. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so then orcs started coming in and plundering the, uh, the mines and the, the mansions and everything. And um, it eventually just became a, a black pit, basically, fill, filled with evil creatures and orcs and then a Balrog. Um, then the, uh, the Balrog returned to its dark lair and all lay silent. And that's when it became known as Black Pit or in Sindarin Moria. Um so around uh 2480 of the third age the orcs of the misty mountains began to like fully settle in moria not just plundering it but actually like living in there. Um and then that's also when Sauron started to um before he was even he kind of before he was even like returned he um he started like like using his like mind his will he started sending some of these like evil creatures and orcs to moria just to make it dangerous. So no one would want to go in there. So the dwarves, you know, wouldn't want to return. Yes sir. Um. Uh, yeah. Yes sir. Yes sir. Uh. Yeah. So in 2799, this is right after Smaug had taken over Erebor, the Lonely Mountain. So now all of the the dwarves that had recently fled from Moria, uh, like many years earlier, all either went to the Grey Mountains or Erebor, uh, to establish a kingdom there. So that's where Doran's line continues, the Longbeards. Um, and then, yeah, so Smaug uh, ransacks Erebor, and then those dwarves flee again. And this time they flee to the Blue Mountains in the, uh, the west. Um, and then there was a time when Thror, who was previously king under the mountain in Erebor, um, and now he's a king of the wandering folk of Durin, um, he decides that he wants to um, reclaim Moria for himself to um, establish space. Basically, <laughs> I've said that. Pl- I've said that before on the podcast. Basically, That's a
0: classic Grant quote. Yeah, basically,
1: basically, uh, basically to establish uh, his kingship again. Because, I mean, can you really be a king of a wandering folk if there's no realms or borders? Yeah, I guess you could be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then uh, he he attempts to enter Moria, but then Azog, the great orc captain.
0: He. <laughs> that's what he says, probably.
1: <laughs> he uh, he exits the cave and he's holding up Thror's head, and then I think it's Nar is uh, a mm-hmm. Thror's companion that goes with him. Um, he sees the whole thing, and then he kind of tells all the dwarves back at uh their homes in the Blue Mountains, and then that's when the war between the orcs and dwarves happens in the Misty Mountains, and one of the major battles of that war was uh fought in the Dimrill Dale. Where Durin first saw that crown of stars around his head um, in the lake. And that was also called the Battle of Nanduhirion, which was what the elves called the, the veil. Um, yeah, so this is. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a big battle that happened there in an attempt not only to reclaim Moria, but also to take revenge on Azog and uh, the orcs. Um, so, yeah, during this battle in Azan al Bazar, uh, Azog was killed uh good um yeah and uh <laughs> thorin this is when thorin earned the name oak because he picked up like an oak log and used it as a shield mm-hmm. uh but they could not reclaim moria because the balrog still lurked in there and they couldn't uh there was still a lot of orcs in there yeah. so couldn't get past it and they're like okay we'll just go back to the blue mountains thanks everyone for helping to uh, the blue mountains see you later yeah right at yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so there's a lot of loss. I think there a lot of dwarves died there, so yeah, sad. sad sad times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after, um, you know, the events of The Hobbit, when Bilbo goes along with the um, 13 dwarves to reclaim Erebor, and then after Smaug, of course, is killed by Bard, um, several dwarves attempt to retake Moria. Um, this is after Erebor has been well-established, so they're they're all good again yeah. but they kind of have a foolish hope in their strength just because they're like oh well we've got erebor back why can't we get moria back that type of thing mm-hmm. um and at first this was kind of led by Balin in the year 2989 um and the attempt was successful at first and many orcs were driven out of moria and they even found um artifacts such as duran's axe which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um and so for a few years uh, Balin ruled as lord of moria but after these few years, their numbers kind of became slim. You know, I mean, they, it was just a small colony, yeah. And uh, they were finally uh, bested by the orcs that were returning in large numbers and some nameless shadow, which obviously we know what that is. So now mm-hmm. I've got another, oh, no. I got another passage to read, and this is straight from Lord of the Rings it's Fellowship. Straight of the from Ring. the dome. Straight from the dome. Uh, this is uh, during the Council of Elrond, and this is when um elrond uh let's glowing uh speak all right you guys ready thank you okay ready. we're ready born ready yeah sweet okay uh not all that was or I, I did not start that right that's good you're sounding like me grant yeah okay not all that was spoken and debated in the council need now be told much was said of events in the world outside especially in the south and in the wide lands east of the mountains of these things Frodo had already heard many rumors, but the tale of Glowin was new to him, and when the dwarf spoke he listened attentively. It appeared that amid the splendor of their works, of hand and hearts, the dwarfs of the Lonely Mountain were troubled. It is now many years ago, said Glowen, that a shadow of disquiet fell upon our people. Whence it came we did not at first perceive. Words began to be whispered in secret. It was said that we were hemmed in a narrow place, and that greater wealth and splendor would be found in a wider world. Some spoke of Moria, the mighty works of our fathers that are called in our own tongue, Khazadum, and they declared now at last that we had the power and numbers to return. Glowin sighed, Moria, Moria, wonder of the northern world, too deep we delve there and woke the nameless fear. Long have its vast mansions lain empty since the children of Durin fled, but now we spoke of it again with longing and yet with dread for no dwarf has dared to pass the doors of Khazad-dûm for many lives of kings, save Thror only, and he perished. At last, however, Balin listened to the whispers and resolved to go, and though Dain did not give leave willingly, he took with him Ori and Owen and many of our folk, and they went away south. That was nigh on thirty years ago. For a while we had news and it seemed good. Messages reported that Moria had been entered and a great work had begun there. Then there was silence, and no word has ever come from Moria since. Whoa.
0: Spooky. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's kind of spooky.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. That's our That's our Halloween. I mean, this is coming out a week after spooky. Halloween's, but whatever.
0: Ah. 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 Sh- sh- shaggy. Oh, ah. no, wait, no. <laughs> wait, what's the dog's name? Scooby Doo doesn't say Shaggy. <laughs> Scooby. Raggy. <laughs> Roro. Roro.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's the uh oh hi Finn. Oh, you can't have that. <laughs> she was doing so good laying down on the couch the yeah. whole time, but now she's uh she's returned to say hi. She uh, has returned. She's yeah. the Belrog. Oh. So yeah, the uh the dwarves um under the leadership of Balin uh attempt to retake uh Moria and that was it's kind of assumed to be whisperings of Sauron. You know, he's always kind of like the spreader Spre- the spreader, the starter of like lies. <laughs> spreader. Yeah, spreader, master spreader,
0: (laughs) master spreader. (laughs) Uh,
1: But he always kind of like started rumors and lies and all that sort of thing. So he must have started the, the rumor that Moria was, uh, ripe for the taking. But yeah, is your
0: Moria ripe? That's (laughs) crazy. Uh,
1: yeah. So um, later on in the third age, just kind of like the last thing to happen with Moria, um, in thirty eighteen, um, or it's thirty nineteen. I think it's 3019. Okay. It's like, it's the new year. Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fellowship of the ring attempted to cross the misty mountains at Karathras, Ayy. Ayy. which is, uh, the red horn mountain. That's like one of the bigger mountains. Uh, but they were instead forced to take the dangerous route through Moria after being, uh, basically attacked by Saruman with that avalanche. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were forced to go through Moria, which they were all kind of reluctant to do. And, uh, like A Aragorn and uh oh st- totally my bad. Aragorn. Aragorn. <laughs> Aragorn and Gandalf were especially against it, but they kinda realized like, I mean, there's no other way. They both have been through Moria, Aragorn mm-hmm. and Gandalf. But um that was through the east where the gate was actually open. But this gate was closed. And so that's you know, that's when uh uh Frodo and Gandalf we're trying to figure out the yeah. the password. Again, um, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. basically, kiss. Kiss, dude. Uh, okay. Wait, we're I not the episode right, now. right there. Okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they um they eventually get through. As we know, they figure out the password, and so they go through Moria. Um, oh, where am I? My notes. Okay, so yeah, so they go through Moria, and while in Moria, uh, Gollum, who had been lost inside of Moria for a little while. Uh, came upon the fellowship's trail and he was able to follow them out into the open air once more uh, because he was pretty much lost and even if he wasn't going after Frodo he probably would have followed anyone out of Moria anyways Mm -hmm. just to be able to get out Um, but uh, you know during their march through Moria they discovered the um, the what is the chamber of
0: Secrets. No. Wait. <laughs> Harry no. Potter. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it was the Chamber of Durin. Records
0: or something like that. Yeah. Well, wasn't that the Tomb of Durin? Durin?
1: No, that's the Tomb of. I think it was the Tomb of Balin was in there. Oh, yeah. So they discovered that Balin indeed died, and then they found some of the records of uh, people who were there. Like
0: longest fingernails. Yeah. Guinness Book of World Records yeah. was there. <laughs> the um, Ripley's, believe it or not, was also there. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it was called the Chamber of Mazarbul. I'll look it up. Yeah, M um, A Z A R B U L.
0: That's also off the dome. M A Z A R. Let's see, Mazurbul. B U L. Yep, Chamber Mazurbul. What does it mean? Let me see. Mazurbul means records in. Oh, Cham- chamber chamber records. records. Kuzdul. Kuz- yeah, Kuzdul. Kuzdul. Dorvish. Technically, it's a chamber of secrets. Yeah, because it has much. These secret records. Yeah, chamber records, dude.
1: Yeah, so they they kind of get trapped in there. Um, that's kind of like where they're hiding out. The fellowship, um, because the orcs start attacking them uh, because of Pippin. He makes a lot of noise. Classic Pippin. Classic Pippin. So yeah, they're they're attacked and waylaid by orcs and then cave trolls, Ooh. big deal. Ooh. And then eventually a Balrog. Oh, uh, but they don't discover that until they're fleeing far down okay. um, the hallways. Um, and Gandalf was almost spent trying to just trying to block it from getting to Wait,
0: them. Wait, let me get this straight. So, it are all Balrogs Durin's Bane or is it just specifically that one Balrog? Just specifically that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, makes sense.
1: Um, yeah, so uh and then they made it to the Bridge of khazad Doom, which was one of the first things made by Durin and yes. his dwarves. <laughs> um and then that's where the infamous bridge scene with Gandalf and the Balrog happened. Uh you
0: shall not pass. Mhm. Do you remember um quick trivia okay do you know what because you shall not pass isn't what tolkien wrote do you know what tolkien wrote um i'm gonna look it up just to be sure because i'm I yeah
1: i know it's not you shall not pass i'm pretty sure
0: i know what it is but i want to uh, i don't want to sound dumb on the podcast yeah right 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 let me
1: think for a sec um I mean, I know he mentions the flame of Houdun, but that's also mentioned in the movie, too. Isn't it just like a different way to say you shall not pass? It's like you may not pass or something. Yeah. Oh.
0: That's not what he says, but it's similar to that. Similar
1: to that. You cannot pass. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Congrats, man.
1: <laughs> Yeah. 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 You know, honestly, I think... You <laughs> may not pass.
0: <laughs> yeah. You probably can't you pass. You
1: might not pass. Oh. I th-
0: Sorry, Tolkien, but I think that Peter Jackson had a better line. Shall not instead of you cannot. Well, I guess, okay, if you think of it like shall not is like I'm not going to let you. And you yeah. cannot means you can't. So maybe there's <laughs> different meanings. Yeah. Like one you, is
1: one is more authoritative.
0: Yeah. One is like you shall not pass. Like I'm going to stop you from passing. And the other one is you cannot pass. which there's is like, no way. The events that – or your doom is that you are going to – you're yeah. too big to go across this bridge, man. Right, yeah. you're too. You weigh too much. So, uh, yeah. Not so. shaming the Balrog, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> he can't, just way too much.
1: Gandalf was <laughs> able to stop the Balrog, and uh, the bridge collapsed, and
0: uh,
1: Gandalf went down with him. Yeah. Um, it's going
0: down for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So Gandalf fell to the depths of khazad Dûm, where uh, the nameless things delved. The yes. slimy creatures of old. The
0: ooey gooey sticky yeah. icky. Um,
1: and so he, he fought the Balrog the whole time he was down there. And he pursued it all the way up the endless stair, which reached a tower at the top of the peak of Xerixagil, which I think was Redhorn.
0: Do you think like the Balrog was running up the stairs backwards swinging at him? Or he was running up the stairs like scared and Gandalf was like, get back here. Well, I
1: think it says he was always at, at its heels. So I think it, it was just running away from Gandalf.
0: Oh no! Oh my. Get back here!
1: Yeah. So, uh, Gandalf, of course, finally defeats the Balrog, yeah. and the Balrog basically takes out like half the mountain peak with it as it he falls.
0: W- he was at its heels, and he defeated it. Oh. Took its feet. <laughs> um, Tolkien is insane, dude. Dang, that's crazy. It's a metaphor. It's not it's a
1: coincidence. It's, yeah. it's not a coincidence. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the last we hear about Moria. Um.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) so that that's that's pretty much the uh, the end of the third age history of Moria. And, you know, there is another age after that. um, And there is actually a little bit about Moria that can be told from the fourth age. So, Jay, take it away. Everyone, welcome to the fourth age.
0: So as you probably know, there's not a ton written about the fourth age, Um, but we're still going to cover it because there's some stuff that happens. So following the exile from Kaza Doom, which Grant talked about earlier, and they try to get back and they can't get back. You know what do we do? Um, can't get back, man. Yeah. So the dwarves always yearned for their homeland, and after more than even after more than a thousand years passed, um, uh, became the deep shadow, va- deep shadowed valley, which we cannot forget. Is a quote from them, just as they felt compelled to continue incorporating the images of those mountains into many works and. Um, Many works of metal and stone and into many songs and tales they s- stand tall in our dreams is another quote. So as you can tell, even though they've been gone for thousands of years, they're still like, come on guys, we gotta get back there. We Do you guys remember? We gotta. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, it was so much better back then, dude. Back when I was a young dwarf kid. So it was always part of their culture and part of their identity was yeah. Moria. And they're like, yeah. we gotta get back. So with the destruction of the Balrog. Um, the way w- at last was clear for the Longbeard to reclaim Moria. And it is told that a few centuries into the Fourth Age, during the Seventh, a descendant Whoa. of Thorin the Third Stonehelm, at last led his people back into Moria, um, and into Casa Doom. He got them back. So yeah, like I said, there's not a lot in the Fourth Age because that's it. Yep. Because Tolkien didn't write about it. But, so it's all it's a all happy ending. Yeah, but a is, lot of people died.
1: A lot of people died just for this kind of final moment and the final Durin, Durin the Seventh. Durin. Also known as Durin the Last. Durin the um, Last. And he he reclaimed Moria for the dwarves. Yes. Pretty good ending, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the that's uh, the history of Moria, Khazad-dûm. Uh, a pretty cool kingdom. I like, I like the whole... I mean, there's a lot that's going on with it you know there's always something yeah. going on so that's pretty cool it's, just, it's a happening place it's a ha- hip and happening place yeah uh so we've both got some true do you got two questions yeah i got two, two questions too? i, I two think that's questions. our standard but standard um, i i think mine are pretty easy i just kind of threw mine them out are there. pretty easy too i think okay sweet i think we'll have a good time <laughs> what if we had the same questions that'd be funny
0: well that'd be weird because mine are from the second age <laughs> well that'd be weird because mine are too <laughs> huh no they're oh. not <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: All right, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure you know this because I think I heard you say it in, from your notes or whatever. Oh. Uh, what was the name of the clan that Doran was the father of?
0: Um, oh, The clan that Doran – is it the Longbeards? Yeah, dude, you okay. got it. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. quick answer. That was a quick answer. Yeah. Um, So the Longbeards. My question kind of piggybacks off that. Oh, piggyback. So the dwarves of – Be- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Grant, you ready for your question? So, the dwarves of Belagos and Nogrod uh, were not longbeards. What uh, were they? Okay, broadbeams and firebeards. Yes.
1: Hey. 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 Okay, another easy question for you. Uh, it involves two answers, but they're easy, so okay. don't worry. Uh, what were the two main settlements of Doran's folk throughout the ages?
0: Two main s- Is it causa Doom is one of them? Yeah. And Of course. Um, of course. The Blue Mountains? Uh,
1: I wanna say oh, that's okay. a main settlement. Okay, okay. No. I'll give
0: you one more chance. Kazadum and uh I don't know. Um is it one of, is it one of the uh Belagos or Nagrad or whatever?
1: No. Doran's folk, not
0: uh Ghost oh, people. Sorry, 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 sorry. My apologies. Um, I can't remember. It's when they get exiled, right? Yeah. I thought it was the Blue Mountains. I don't know. Um is it another th- mountain range or is it? Or is mm. it like a valley?
1: Not a range, no. Oh, the Lonely Mountain? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I knew I don't know. I didn't know that. Cuz I did I, I mean, they had well they did have the Blue Mountains, but those were like very uh small
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh settlements and then the Gray Mountains too. They were very small, but they were destroyed by dragons. Mm-hmm. And then there were the Iron Hills, but those don't really come into play. And then Erebor is the one that they had been in for quite a while too. Yeah. That was a big settlement of the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Um Doran's folk is the Durinsfolk. main part. Yeah.
0: Okay, so my last question. So um when they the dwarves and the uh or when a dwarf and a uh elf, Celebrimbor um, created the West Gate, what was the name of the dwarf that helped him and then engraved the uh in, or engraved the uh um the field in the gate, the yeah. Oh, war- I thought that was your answer. I was like, oh no, no, <laughs> no uh, you got it wrong.
1: Uh, the dwarf's name, Narvi,
0: yes, dude, gnarly, yeah. dude, you got it, Narvi, dude, gnarly. Oh, that's sick, man, Narvi, dude,
1: wall, 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 man,
0: wall, uh, man, that's crazy. Well, wow, two for two. Uh,
1: I, I, I mean, you already know this, but I dressed, uh, my wife and I dressed up as frat guys for uh-huh. Halloween. I never saw pictures. Uh, you, you don't really need to, just okay. imagine a frat guy, <laughs> and that's what we looked like actually we were we were both dressed the exact same. Mm-hmm. I'll just give you a lay down or what A lay low down, low down, lay out, <laughs> low down, Grant will lay down, yeah, I will lay down for you, man. I'll just lay down <laughs> uh, so I wore a kind of like a trucker style hat backwards, of course, and mm-hmm. I had it backwards, like, yeah, I had it on my head, but it was like Good. it wasn't like pressed all the way down, you know, mm-hmm. it was like sticking yeah. up mm-hmm. um doing that thing. Yeah, doing that thing, and then I wore a uh, like a baggy sweatshirt with a flannel over top, nice, and then Adidas joggers with nice. um like white Adidas socks with the joggers tucked mm-hmm. into the socks.
0: You know, I do kind of do that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I put like. It's comfy. Into sweatpants, never jeans. No, that'd be weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or shorts, never shorts. It's definitely comfy. <laughs> it is comfy.
1: But um yeah, so we we dressed up as frat guys, and then. We eventually changed it to, I was dressed up as a frat guy, and Maddie was dressed up as me, dressed up as a frat guy.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, versatile.
1: Yeah, very cool. Then
0: you could have been dressed up as Maddie, dressed up as you. Yeah,
1: and it just went have gone back yes. and forth. Uh, yeah, so I was talking like that like all day yesterday mm-hmm. um, at my in-laws' house. I was like, uh, yeah, so like, <laughs> we got all this candy here. We're just about to like chow down. Gonna watch a movie.
0: We could. We should do a whole podcast like
1: that. We we'll just do different accents. Everyone, all the time. welcome
0: to uh, Exploring Middle Earth with my bro. With my brother. With my brother Grant G Money. My brother. Call him oh, G Money.
1: my brother, man. My brother in
0: arms, dude. G-money. That's
1: kind of like a California frat, though.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's. I mean, what would a middle? Not middle. Middle mid-eastern. Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> middle Eastern. No, mid Eastern. <laughs> Midwestern. Midwestern. Uh, middle Western. Why is not it called middle Western?
1: I guess you could call it middle middle, middle western. western. That's just kind of sick. Middle of the west. It's more like it's more east than west. Well, I don't know. It's kind of both. I don't, I don't really care. It
0: depends. I don't know. That's that always confused me. Well, Why actually,
1: it? I think it's called the Midwest. It's included with the West because it's west of the Mississippi. Yep. Um, Mississippi. Or at least most of the Midwest is west of the Mississippi.
0: It's the Mississippi. Mississippi. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because that was the Mississippi and the Ohio rivers were kind of like the um, Ohio the kind of boundary of the West for early colonial America. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're talking about Tolkien. But
0: thanks, Grant. For any
1: of you Brits...
0: You're Brits, eh? Yeah.
1: Uh, Colonial America used to be, you know, part of Britain, England, you know. Whatever happened to it? What happened to that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, there was, like, a series of battles. There was, like, a whole war going on. And I think um, these... uh, Basically, just these simple, like, farmers and um it's just roads. simple yeah simple like you know militia. uh militia basically right. defeated a a very professional army you know uh kind of like a kind of like a 7 and 0 type of army they're undefeated i don't know why 7 but
0: <laughs> undefeated you
1: know uh and so they kind of defeated this massive army and started their own nation uh yeah. kind of formed the first democracy of the modern world so that's pretty important.
0: All jokes aside, I'm proud to be an, an American. American. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know I'm free. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. <laughs> that really got away from us. This spooky uh, episode of <laughs> <laughs> Exploring Middle no, Earth.
1: No current events, right? No. C- um,
0: current events is there's no rings of power. So good current events.
1: Yeah, sure uh yeah i don't oh i i I think another voice actor was confirmed for the war of Rohirrim anime i can't remember his name but he's going to be the guy voicing helm hammerhand
0: so that's as far as i've got for current events if you guys want to look that up you can let me see when that illustrated silmarillion comes out because that should be soon oh yeah and then
1: also the downfall of numenor downfall of Boar. huh huh
0: what Um, <laughs> November 8th oh that's soon oh my gosh that's voting day here in, a, in the Americas in the Americas um, let me see when the other one comes out what's it called the downfall of Numenor what are you, what are you looking up the downfall of Numenor like for what though you just, when it comes out you already said it comes out November 8th no that was the Silmarillion oh the shoot. illustrated Silmarillion
1: my bad my B right. my be. while Jay's looking that up listen to me take a sip of my coffee
0: That was a loud gulp. What the heck? It's not an Amazon. Yeah, Numenor. I feel like
1: Amazon would have it. Downfall of Numenor
0: comes out November fifteenth. Oh, oh wow, that's right after
1: one after Dior. One after. D upper. Oh, I'm gonna have to get those
0: then. Grant's gonna be spending some money. Hey. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> Hey-oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> that's that's uh, exactly a week after the Silmarillion comes out. Wow early oh, yeah. early christmas present recruitment
1: uh so november 1st is tomorrow for us um as we're recording this uh jay where do you stand on playing christmas music before thanksgiving
0: um be honest if i'm being honest yeah um
1: cuz i think i might agree with you i think we've talked about this before i
0: do think we should you should definitely i think whenever okay not in the summer but i did <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm not going to lie to you guys i did I was in the Christmas spirit uh, last week, and I listened to it on the way home the other day. Just a few Christmas songs, just to yep, yep. Okay, fill so
1: so here's here's my thing. When when don't put that away. <laughs> when when it gets to fall, right when autumn yes. starts, I I'm enjoying all the the changing of the leaves and all the fall colors and stuff like that, and then all the birds migrating through. I'm a big bird watcher for any of you guys who didn't know that. So I enjoy watching all the that. birds. Yeah. I enjoy watching all the birds pass through, but then as soon as the birds leave,
0: make like a tree and leave <laughs> Yeah,
1: as soon as the birds make like a tree and leave, uh, and then also all the leaves make like a tree and leave. Yeah. Um, then I start to get into more of a, like a winter Christmas mood.
0: So it's just the birds that are holding you so, back. So,
1: so yeah, pretty much. So it's like, as soon as the leaves are off the trees, I'm like, okay, I kind of want it to snow. Uh, cause I think, I think like a snowy landscape looks really pretty. I kinda want it to snow and then I wanna be like reading a book, uh, candles lit, snuggled up, you know the deal.
0: Candles and then, not like on fire, but like no, lit. Yeah, like, like some lit man. candles. <laughs> uh
1: and then I I mean I have listened to a few Christmas songs here and there, but it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like I was I don't know, it's just it just happened randomly. It was I don't just know. for vibes, yeah. you know. The vibes were um, right. But then uh Starting November first, I usually listen to Christmas music, but it's mostly instrumental. Um,
0: yeah, because it's with the lyrics, it kind of gets you down that it's not snowing. If it's, yeah, yeah, look at all the snow outside. So, it's I, so great. I
1: want the I want the feeling and spirit of Christmas, but I don't want to exactly like get too deep into it until it's like closer to Christmas, because then boop. I'll get too excited and you want to edge
0: yourself. <laughs> yeah, you want to edge <laughs> yourself with Christmas. Christmas.
1: <laughs> so there's actually a there's actually an album that I listen to. Um, called like a an old english christmas um you can find it on spotify but i listen to that uh, like in november and that's what i'll listen to to get myself wait, in the Christmas wait wait mood. i
0: thought you were american grant yeah
1: but i like old in- english okay. stuff okay. so uh so that's what i get into the mood with starting in november and then after thanksgiving is when i start listening to like you know your regular christmas songs that you hear like jingle bells yeah jingle- i do think Not it's really, smart but, to wait yeah.
0: until after halloween yeah. Cuz Halloween's kind of sick.
1: Yeah. But I do I really like Christmas music though. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening in to <laughs> That was our, our new many That opinions. was our new section. Our uh, new section um our new section called now that we got the Tolkien stuff over with, what's on our mind? Let's get the real <laughs> stuff on. With. So what was on our mind this week was colonialism and Christmas music. Yeah. The two seas of
1: fall. America. The two seas, <laughs> the of, two fall. seas of fall. Colonialism <laughs> and, and Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was good. Nice. Okay, everybody. Uh sorry that got away from us. We tried catching it, but it slipped mm-hmm. from our hands. Yeah. Uh so we'll see you next episode. Hopefully mm-hmm. you enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next episode.
0: If you guys enjoy these episodes, we've had some people email us, shout out Janie. Yeah. Or is it Jamie? It's Janie. I don't know, man. It's Jamie. Shout out Jamie. You guys can email us. It's in the yeah. show notes or it's at um exploring middle. Okay, let me get this right.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, everyone who's emailed us so far, i.e., those two people, amazing. Uh, we've been, I mean, we've been responding pretty quick. Uh, we like responding to you guys. Um, and
0: Exploring then, Middle Earth Pod at gmail.com, yeah.
1: and then we also do take your suggestions.
0: We do take requests, you know,
1: and. We'll take requests for, like, episode ideas and stuff like that. We like doing that. It kind of takes a little bit of pressure off of us, actually, so we don't have to think of something to do. So shout out to everybody who did that. Yeah, so go ahead and do that. We like Mm
0: -hmm. it. And let us know where you're from. It's fun to hear you. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Please give us your address. No. In the time of of day, you will not be at your house. (laughs) For no reason at all. Yeah, it was was for
1: Santa. uh, Yeah, because Christmas is coming. Yeah, Yeah. so Okay, (laughs) (laughs) this keeps getting away from us Okay, see you guys later One, two, three